Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. <laughs> you, someone's cursed you. Someone's hexed you. Yeah. I just keep dropping things and I don't know why. <laughs> Um, hello hi everyone welcome welcome this is an episode of x of words um you're here with me ashley uh i am your resident nerd host uh you know what it is we do 10 minutes of mutant bullshit and mutant fun um and today i am here with a brand new guest someone so okay so someone who is brand new to the podcast but is not brand new to x of words uh Yes. Uh, this is the only arm of the podcast that Joe hasn't been <laughs> integral in. Um, so, uh, Joe is... Uh, I did, uh, fucking, fucking picked the wrong fucking microphone, didn't I? Yeah, that was a really stupid fight. Okay, so, uh, so um, Joe is... Uh, you can follow Joe at Ojoe, that's O-H-J-E-A-U-X. Yes, perfect. I know. People often think that I do that with notes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, oh, is he going to fall? No, no. Just off the top of your head, looking off at the ceiling. Unless you have notes on the ceiling, in which case that is like galaxy brain up there. That's that's awesome. Or serial killer. I mean, you got you take the good to take the bad. Like, do I look like Jared Leo too? <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm fine. Imagine if, you, imagine if you went to someone's house and they had like Twitter handles written on the ceiling. That it's just their it's their uh it's, it's the top eight. What is that? My yeah, MySpace, the top eight, but instead it's like on top See, of the roof. You're the type to die because you start rationalizing, Mm-mm, not me. I would, I would fold my jacket as soon as I saw Actually, no. <laughs> okay, um anyhow, okay, all right, so Joe, um, Joe has been a, he's just been there, man. He's just been there. I've been a fan. I've been a big fan. Yeah, from like always, always chatting up like hilarious, hilarious, cursed, cursed things. (laughs) Just because I said I would ride the diamond off of Sinister's forehead does not mean it's cursed. It is not cursed. Oh. Okay. And we're talking one of the good sinisters here, one of the clones, not not like prime evil sinister. You told people in public. Remember, Twitter, a lot of people forget that like Twitter is in public. You said that you'd have a red taint. That's what you implied. <laughs> that's what you implied. You implied that you'd go home with a red taint. Whether that's diamond or friction, baby, I'm good with it. I'm good Ooh. with it. Ooh, we're gonna do have we, we have to do extra prayers over you tonight. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do some extra prayers over you. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> uh, might make my mom happy. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Um. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. Joe, we're so we're so we're so we're so happy to have Joe here. I don't know why I'm saying we. It's just me. I'm really happy to have Joe here. Um. Joe also makes incredible, incredible videos. Like what? What do you call them? What? What would you call them? When um I did them for mine, I called them like audio visualizers basically 
Because that's kind of, I mean, I don't know. I know, uh, like, because uh, Krakoa Welcomes yeah. does them for Cerebo. They call them, like, Animantics, I think. But that's not ever what I've ever called them. But I don't even know if there is a word for them. Just, like, visualizers along with the podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that was such a complex question. <laughs> I thought that would be such, like, a... Right? You... <laughs> I thought that was a low ball. I'm so this sorry. is um, yeah. This is this is what it's going to be like for the rest of the episode. <laughs> okay. All What's right. your name? Twenty minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. All right. Cool. So, thank you, Joe. Thank you, thank you, Joe, for being here. I I am a big fan. I'm of excited. You. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm a big fan of yours, and I don't know. So there's a chat for guests. We've got like a Discord thing, and Joe, Joe is like a celebrity in there. Oh, shut up! <laughs> you are. No. You fucking are. Every time you post one of those videos, Jesus, these lots. Oh, well, geez, it's nice to be liked. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. No, you guys are. This has been. I'm very uh, iffy with fandoms and comics is such a minefield of a fandom and you all have made it so much fun and so welcoming and i couldn't be happier with it like you you guys are all so amazing <laughs> well well look thank you from from all of us i know they they can't they can't say thank you on your like they can't say thank you for themselves now but i'm saying thank you <laughs> and i know that they're all They'd all agree with me and join me and say thank you too. No. Um, okay. All right. Cool. So now we're at five minutes. Let's talk about the question. Um, this is um, the question today: Is who is Astrid Bloom? So, what did you do, little Al? <laughs> the, uh, the second one had a question mark on it. Al. <laughs> <laughs> I also snort when I laugh. <laughs> so, welcome to that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Do you know what, Joe? We might have to scrap this being a fucking episode because it just feels like we're talking. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm oh. always good to record later if you want to because this is fun too. <laughs> Joe, Joe also. Um, Joe, in these videograph animatronic, um, uh, see, see, it's not that simple. It's not a simple word. In the videos. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that Joe makes. I mean, look, I was trying to play ball with you, but I would just record the videos like, I, I, I but I don't know. Maybe I'm then gonna... why'd you ask me, Ash? Why'd you ask me? But because it's a podcast. If I don't ask you things. Fuck, you're right. Fuck you. See, this is why I told you you're a great host. That's kind of how it works. <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah in 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 his videos he basically uh gave me my personality um by putting <laughs> by putting a picture of apocalypse whenever i laugh and now i can't hear my own fucking laugh without seeing apocalypse oh my god that warms my heart in the greatest way <laughs> you've yeah you've branded my laugh for me thank you oh god 
I'm putting that on my next resume. <laughs> <laughs> I was, okay, no. so for this last one, when you didn't cackle, I was so upset. And I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And then I just found this <laughs> clip of Apocalypse pissed as fuck. <laughs> about to decimate someone. And I'm like, yes, this is him with Arnie. This is exactly what's going on right now. <laughs> He's going to end this man. The, the worst bit is you've made it into another episode because in an episode with Steve, I laughed and Steve went, oh, Joe's going to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, 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 look. Who is Astrid Bloom? An icon, a legend. Okay, okay. here we go. This is the question. <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> um, we have... Uh, we're going to hit the timer on who is Astrid Bloom. As you know, we've got five questions. We're going to talk about uh, name and background. We're going to talk about personality, powers. Then we're going to talk about notable, notable, you know, events, feats. <laughs> we know them for, and then we're going to talk about what we want to see for them or from them in the future. So with that said, I am, ah, shit. Do you have a, wait, huh? I am going to hit, the timer and our X and our X starts now. Okay. So, um, tell me. Alrighty. So, first question. First question. Name, background. Astrid Bloom. Yes. Uh, Miss Bloom, if you're nasty, she does not have a code name. Um, she was introduced in Emma Frost 2003 solo series. Mm -hmm. Um, she came in, in the very last panel of issue 14. Yeah. And then from 15 to 18, she's in there, but then the series ends and also so did her time there. Yeah. Um, it was messy. Um, she's basically introduced as a mentor of sorts for Emma and teaches her kind of how to use her telepathy because um, she is also a telepath spoiler alert for the power section. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they begin a, a pretty fast friendship over that. And um, at the time, Emma is like in this weird love square. Is that what you call it? Yeah. And um, Astrid is not having it. She's like, why are you wasting your time with these boys? You need to be focusing on like your schoolwork and your powers. Um, she also introduces Emma to um, not hating herself for being a mutant. She is very proud to be a mutant and believes that humans are inferior, which, well, she's right. <laughs> if the Krakoa era has taught us anything, it's that... Um, Mutants are top tier. Um, I think. I think if anything, the entirety of mutant history taught us that. They, I mean, honestly, yeah, the Krakoa <laughs> era was just them also acknowledging it. <laughs> Fair. Uh, you need some on-panel recognition from time to time. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so we've got Astrid is. Um, in fact, let me not put. In fact, I will. Um, Astrid is the door opener, the self-actualizer, and kind of the bit of the, a magical Negro to Emma Frost's budding telepath. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Because you see also that 
her personality is what we know Emma's personality is today. Mm-hmm. Like she even <laughs> she took her personality from her. It's it's wild. It's um they don't they don't do well by Astrid in in these four issues. <laughs> yes, but that was that was back in the day when you didn't have to give a shit about black people. I mean, that's why she's like it, it. She could be. She could just help Emma out, do everything exactly, her, do everything, then conveniently become evil and get shipped off, and yay, character development. Then we forget about that one. <laughs> um, but but anyway, let me not let me not derail you too much. Um, sorry, what were you saying? What were you saying? Oh, just that. Um, like throughout those those four issues mm-hmm. um we see the people around emma kind of start to act weird um this her roommate is wanting to is dating emma's old high school teacher that she has a crush on and wants to date now in college it's weird and so weird um yes and astrid uh, basically sets things in motion so that she can isolate Emma to um, make each other BFFs forever. Um, But throughout that, Astrid basically teaches Emma everything she knows about telepathy. She knew pretty much nothing in terms of control before Astrid entered the scene. Um, She never once uttered the phrase darling um before Astrid entered the scene and wow yeah. <laughs> i mean like it, she took her she took her mannerisms like down to her vocabulary so she's giving Christina Aguilera she's giving Miley Cyrus <laughs> yes yes there there is one we could probably talk about it a bit later there is one way I think they could address that in it like to where she's basically um, Astrid Bloom 2.0 <laughs> like, oh, no. but uh, because at the end of the end of Astrid's run um, Emma finds out about Astrid's betrayal and like controlling these people in Emma's life and basically wants nothing to do with her so Astrid traps emma in her psyche so that she can't ruin astrid's plans and then somehow miraculously emma is suddenly more powerful than astrid and overpowers her in her own mind and emma leaves her in a vegetative coma so that's the only oh Oh, sorry no 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 go for it go for it um the only thing i could think of with like the weird personality change in Emma is something happened when they went into each other's psyches and yes. something rubbed off, but really it just feels like Miley Cyrus. Mm. There's a cautionary tale in there for all black people. Mind your black business. Yeah. Don't get involved. She like, she gave Emma everything. Like, granted, okay, cool. She like manipulated some like stupid boys to do some stupid shit, but she tried to, to leave her in a coma? Yeah, she was like, oh, I tried to get in the way of you sleeping with your teacher. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Um, like, you do know these boys are bigots, right? 
Like, they are horrible people. Yeah, maybe being a mutant is okay. Here's everything I know. Oh, okay. Well, thanks, bitch. Yeah, right? Like, not even nothing. Ugh. Because she wasn't nice enough. Yeah, yeah basically. That's so, we, um, in terms of, like, what we know about Astrid's backstory, yeah. um, what she tells Emma is that her mom died when she was young, her dad remarried, and okay, so I don't know if did you did you reread? These yeah, yeah. Did you? Is it just me, or is like some panels her stepmom looks like light skinned, and some panels her mom looks white? I don't even pay attention. Or her stepmom? Look, the whole book was. <laughs> well, it's just like in like the <laughs> Astrid's introduction. It's a shitty book. I like. If you're going to read it, just read those issues with Astrid in it, because there is nothing gained from the other 14 issues. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I had, we had an episode with um, with Connor, who also was, like, not a big fan of the book. It's horrible. Uh, but any, anyhow, anyhow, so that, that's Astrid on the background. Yeah. So let's talk about Astrid's in terms of personality. So we know that we've kind of talked about this now. She she was the proto, she was the prototype for Emma Frost. Yeah, she um she's very she has a very um posh way of speaking. Um, she carries herself in a very dignified way that you don't really see Emma do that much in this series. Yeah. So you know she also took that from her. Yeah. Um. And she's very she's proud to be a mutant. She. Which was revolutionary in its day. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. This was this was 2003. Like, we were just... Grant Morrison was... Yeah, it was, it was just after Grant Morrison. Like, there, there wasn't... There wasn't much in terms of, like, mutant love. Like, no. it was still the whole... Um, Apologism. Lesser ourselves to better them, so yeah. that maybe they'll they'll like us then. Yeah. Um. Was it? Is, am I reading this wrong? In that there's shady circumstances around her parents' death. So yeah, what she tells Emma is that um she, her parents had her dad and her stepmom had a new kid, and yeah. they loved the new kid more than her, and then um. A couple years after they had the kid, uh, Astrid's powers manifested, and they didn't like her for that, so she ran away. And that's what she tells Emma. Mm. What Emma sees while she's inside Astrid's psyche is that Astrid manipulated her five-year-old sister into murdering their parents while they slept. Which is the logical... <laughs> I um... <laughs> I will defend her for this. Let me, I will, I, so if, if Astrid's powers had manifested at that point, um, who's to say that her parents weren't shitty and like wanting her dead for being a mutant and she just got to them first. Well, so I asked you that question in the uh, personality bit, uh, because I did want to throw in the kind of homicidal tendencies a little bit. <laughs> into the mix yeah. i love a good sociopathic woman though there we go as much as i like i stan yeah i mean come on we've stand people that have done much worse i mean there's how many men 
do the same bullshit and we're like oh he's such an anti-hero and great he's so cool like fuck off we can have women do the same thing we can have black women do the same fucking thing right because gene steamed every bro- broccoli person on that planet like come on and we're still like oh yeah she deserves the phoenix again so she could take out another universe isn't Ooh. that frog so pretty like Ooh, fire Ooh. <laughs> i'm a jean stan by the way so don't come for me jean stans like i love her <laughs> i mean well yeah we like jean we like jean but jean jean got a big body count too jean's so. done some questionable shit <laughs> um okay so basically um, before we get in lost in the ethics of telepaths. <laughs> um, so uh, Astrid, yeah, a little bit of a murky history with the, with folks. Um, but, you know, turned up, met Emma, thought maybe it was going to be sisterhood, friendship, badly burned. So personality-wise, yeah. we haven't seen, like really all we see of her is that. It's, yeah. We think. So there was a, there was a, in, um, in Dark Ages, apparently, not apparently, I read, I read the issue, I saw it, there is uh, out in- enclaves, little enclaves of humanity left around the world, and all linked by a telepath. And one of the panels shows a black woman telepath that, you know, people thought was Astrid. So it looks like, I don't know. Wait, Tom Taylor's Dark Ages that's going on right now? Yeah. Okay, I am definitely going to go buy that <clears throat> because I am wholly invested at this point. If any, I could see him pulling her because he's one that likes to pull people out of <clears throat> obscurity a bit that haven't been touched in a while. Yeah. So that'd be cool. That'd be really fucking cool to see. Yeah. I would like her in an X book, but it, if this could be a stepping stone to getting her into one of those. Yes. I know, I know. And um, so Connor made a great point about this when he was like, um, he hopes if she comes back that they basically say that that story was a fabrication or that was Emma's retelling of the story because there's been certain things that have happened, you know, with uh, Lorde Chantal. Yeah. When we suddenly realised that this story that we were led to believe was an Emma fabrication. And yeah, and it's the same with it's, it's another Emma thing. Yeah. Yeah, bitch lying again. Just telling her stories how she wants to tell them because it's Emma. Yeah, so um, <laughs> hopefully. I mean, we've kind of now transitioned into question five. <laughs> because, honestly, I think we probably would, we should, probably should skate past question four anyway because she's a telepath. Like, we don't have to yeah. explain what telepathy is. Another Omega level in your business, mutant. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she, like, throughout all those issues, she is in everybody's business and emma's like can you like stop for five seconds <laughs> well listen she's feeling her oats <laughs> right i mean come on i would be doing the same damn thing i'm not gonna i'm not gonna act high and mighty over here <laughs> please i would be the way i would be in your business is unhealthy constantly <laughs> Ooh, I, wouldn't uh, hide, I wouldn't even hide it. Right? I wouldn't even hide it. Like, so what, what were you just what were you just thinking there? What, what was that, buddy? I'm like, ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> really? That mm, mm, you better. You need to go confess. You need to find yourself a church. 
<laughs> Find yourself a priest, an old and young, and just confess. Two priests. Double up. <laughs> Double up. So um with the with the whole it could be like MS fabrication yeah. of events, I think that'd be great because then it would also open up like a whole new world for Astrid. However, yes. I would also just love if she was fucking evil. Which, because we within we her- don't have enough female villains that are just evil. It tends to always have some sort of like tragic backstory that's linked to it and not just, you know, sometimes people are just evil. Yeah. Like that's very true. Like the closest we've got is like Madeline. No, no, that is a tragic bet, sir. How fucking dare? No, 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 no. She had her baby snatched from her, snatched from her arms, just for the woman that murdered those fucking broccoli people to be like, oh, this is my baby now. Actually, yeah, it's mine because she's technically me too. No, 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 we're not having any of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry. Where's Tevin? I need him. I need some <laughs> backup over here. I know Tevin. I know Tevin just threw his phone. I hope he did. <laughs> well, actually, no, because don't break your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but she, um, okay. it would be great to just have her as a villain. And if you wanted to go with like, giving her a bit more of like um uh a background that you could like relate to or something like that is um on twitter eric uh by Knesmith, okay. i think is his name how you pronounce it um he- when, I, when i post the when i post the tweet to this episode just throw it throw okay. it in the in the reply um he brought up how there's this thing about telepaths where having to hear um like constantly having to heal hear other people's thoughts um especially if you're not trained up on it and able to like block people out um just how that could drive someone insane yeah and with astrid especially being a black woman like the amount of shit she would have to hear and endure like that has to be enough to drive anyone to do whatever like yeah i couldn't even imagine like yeah and and i think like i i really want to see i want to see astrid come back because I, it will be so interesting to see how the context of the world has changed around us. Yes. Her, her story was launched at a time when whiteness was always the de facto center. So, and the idea, like... The, Two years after 9-11, like... Yeah. And, and it's, it's like the... How am I saying this? What's the concise way to say this? Okay. Um, consideration really wasn't being given to... Astrid, the forces that would make Astrid how she was, effectively, her only, the only way she was being courted was the effect that she had or the influence that she had on Emma. And she was I, a tool for Emma. Yeah, she's a tool. She was a tool for Emma's character development. She was a she was a trainer when she had to be, a sister when she had to be, then an enemy when she had to be. Yeah. Um, and then like uh, 
and the, the worst thing is, is that you hear so you you hear so many articles about sort of women getting fridged, mm-hmm. but she was. She, oh, a wholeheartedly like it's she was fridged for another woman. <laughs> yeah, and I, I suppose that like, it's okay because it's two women, so we can do this. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> well, not really because you right. really, you've really just shown how you think this hierarchy goes. Right, white women get fridged for white men. Black women get fridged for white women. So she was exactly that. She was um. But it was. Can you like repeat that on there because that is, (laughs) goddamn. um, Sorry. The thing is, I would love to see her again, having so much of the under, so much of sort of culture and. Uh, the perspective change in the last what 10, 20 odd years happening to reframe her a little bit and and show how because I remember when I when I went through the book again I was just like that level of self determination and self love at that stage as she taught herself everything she didn't have an Xavier she didn't have a Jean Grey she had, she no had nobody and is over here keeping Emma out of her thoughts. She's controlling people to do whatever she wants. And it's, it's astounding. And, and it just feels like, and it's so weird. It's so weird, isn't it? That you look back that far and the, the thought structures and the principles and the values that totally underpin the Krakoan era made you a villain back then. Yeah. Loving yourself for being yeah. wanting mutant solidarity, choosing mutant solidarity over human appeasement, being able, being able and willing to defend yourself against hatred and violence and genocide and attacks with that same with the same energy, which is all things that underpin Krakoa, mm-hmm. it characterized you completely as villain. That wasn't good back then. If you if you wanted to hang out with mutants and you were like, actually, I quite like myself for being a mutant, and I see you as kin, it's like, well, why are you not doing enough? Hold on, hold on. Doesn't that seem a bit racist to humans? <laughs> and I would I would love to see a, a a current lens thrown back on that dynamic and being like, she weren't. I mean, killing kin with parents aside because. I mean, we again, we don't, we don't know a hundred percent. Maybe she like threw Emma a curveball while she was in there. She's like, oh, you know what? <laughs> Spice I, it up in here. Listen, and Emma, <laughs> Emma, Emma likes to walk on bodies too. So we yep, yep. The Hellfire Club. She was right. <laughs> she could be all about the kids now, and I love that for her. She is my my top two fave. Period. But she has done some bad shit it was it was corsets cocaine and homicide (laughs) that was it i mean it was the 70s what else were we gonna do (laughs) or 80s was it the 80s i think it was the 80s um so but with on top of what you were saying um with that one of astrid's first panels like one of the first pages she's in is going up against a picket line of anti-mutant protesters and her just being like, fuck off. Like, and then Emma's being all, Oh, but whatever. And she's like, no mutants. Uh, we are, we are amazing. We, 
we need to love ourselves. Love yourself for being a mutant. And it's, and you don't this, get that. This, that. That book, the reason, so I went through and I started reading, I had to take two attempts because the book is so bad. Oof, I don't blame you. Essentially, what, what happens in that book is they co-opt, they co-opt the visual identity of racism as a way to get the black girl to teach Emma to love herself. But then when she becomes too radical or too aggressive, Emma, as the good, you know, liberal who represented whiteness, has to put her in check. Black people are good to inspire you, but they're too aggressive. They're too, they're, they're, they're crazy and violent. And ultimately, they need to be put down. Meanwhile, her roommate was like sleeping with her greatest love or whatever. Um, her high school teacher wanted to bang her in high school, but waited until college. And um, the other dude that she went out with was like anti-mutant. So like Astrid was l- sure she probably could have gone about it. Like, and Astrid- no, actually, no, I think it, she didn't even go about it in like a horrible way. Like, One of those people was still alive. Like Astrid- <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. The guy was going to lose his teaching job after trying to bang a fucking student. Oh, that poor man. Yes. He'll be just fucking fine. <laughs> He'll transfer to another school and they He'll just go on teaching there. Oh, it was 2003. They didn't care about that. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars had a seven-year plot about banging your fucking teacher. Like, oh. no one cares about that. Oh, no. <sighs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, so we want to we wanna see more. <laughs> so, like 33 minutes. 34 oh, minutes. God. Oh, I'm going God. to tie us to... Uh, and here I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, this is like... She's in four issues. We could definitely make this a 10-minute oh, no. thing. No. <laughs> So, um, thank you for this uh, very, very extended giant size episode. <laughs> um, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Joe. Um, I, hope, been amazing. I, hope this isn't, I hope this isn't the first time that we hear you. Um, oh, I hope to be back. This is, this is, you're, you're too much fun to not come back to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um, and thank you to everybody else who's been listening. I've been Ashley. I've been Joe. And this has been X of Words. Well done. Ew, I got it. Yeah, I told you. I told you. Someone that choke, someone I fit aside.